Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. This is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Mm. Margaritas after mulled wine. Right. I mean, we're hitting all the... <laughs> 2020. Like... What does it matter? What does it... It doesn't matter. Nothing matters anymore. Yeah, just do what makes you happy. Time and place are all just an arbitrary construct. It's been a thing. So how's your week going? Okay. Yeah. My week was okay. It wasn't very eventful. I don't think anything happened this week. Like I went to work. My kids did school. I stayed home for a little bit. Like no, it's my norm. My normal stuff. Yeah, it was just a week. It was fine. I mm-hmm. have nothing really to repro- you know report. I almost said reproduce. I was trying to say produce and report, but yes, that's a real unfortunate slip of the tongue. <laughs> it would be. I have nothing to reproduce, which I mean, it's true. It is actually true, but that's a different topic for another podcast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it just happened, and it's okay. We did have an impromptu movie night on Friday. We did. We had very, very unseasonably warm weather. It was like sixty degrees at was, like six o'clock. It was kind of bonkers. So uh-huh. I was like, and dark. Oh, this is probably the last time we're ever gonna have an outdoor movie night until I think spring. we'll say this three more times. Yeah. So I texted some friends and I was like, Hey, I know it's super last minute, but this is how outdoor movie night works in the fall. Um, so come over or not. Come over or not, you know, we'll be outside and we'll be masked and we'll, we'll spread have out. Some fun. Yeah. So we did. And it was good. Watch Lego movie. We watched Lego, which, which holds up. It's a crowd pleaser. Yeah. It's good. We've reviewed it, I think. I, I think so. I think so. we might have reviewed the Lego movie too, and not the Lego movie for some reason. We do, like, do sequels and then not the other half, or, like, do things out we, of order. We watch movies in the order our kids make us watch them. <laughs> right. Which, so. I do remember once, there's something where it's like Descendants, Descendants 3, Descendants 2, and yes. I'm just like, I'm sorry. This like, is... this is this is the way this crumbled. Right. Descendants 3, still our most popular podcast, almost 200 plays. I don't know. That has to, like, are there some robots out there who really are are into Descendants 3? Anyway. um, It's also the one our kids did for us, I think. Oh, is it? So maybe that's it. They're very popular. Maybe we just need to, like, have a whole kids (laughs) review movies podcast. Maybe. It's a whole other podcast. It would definitely be. And it probably wouldn't get the explicit warning on it. Probably not. So that would be neat. But... Mm -hmm. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so it was fun. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, yeah, I think we're just we're kind of battering down. Yeah, seeing um, what happens. Both of us are off this coming week. This is uh, timestamp the week of Thanksgiving. It's yep. the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of us in a uh, frenzy to use all of our vacation time because you know we didn't go anywhere or do anything. Right. Um, it's not like I took a day and went to the zoo or something. Right. And we all have use it or lose it policies. Uh, so we're like, well, let's just take this week. Our kids are off of school this week, off of their digital school. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll be home as a family taking a staycation this week. So, yeah. Hopefully Good some board times. games, some video games, <laughs> some movies. 
Oh my gosh. I'm sure we're going to watch so many terrible movies. It'll be great. Pumped. It'll be great. We might get a couple extra episodes so in the bag pumped. and then just be able to coast to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just like double up. We'll see. We'll see. We'll do like the whole 12 days of Christmas thing where we give one yeah. episode every day in December. I don't know if I've talked about this, but we, my daughter has watched already at least three oh, yeah. Christmas movies that are fucking terrible. It's great. You're going <laughs> to look they all, they all have dogs. <laughs> yep. Sometimes the dogs talk. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> like, it's a whole thing. So She did accidentally watch the movie Old Dogs, and then, <laughs> which is a... It has nothing to do with dogs. It has nothing to do with dogs. She's like, there's I mean, only slightly... like one dog in this movie, and uh, he's probably not even that old. <laughs> yeah, the old dogs are John Travolta and Robin Williams, which right. they're in she a movie together. very disappointed. And I was like, uh, sweetie, you can't just watch every movie with dog in the title and expect it to be about dogs. Yeah, it's not. Because, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. There's the Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> there's... Dog Day Afternoon. Right. There's a lot of movies with dog in the title that do not actually have a dog. I mean, they might have dogs, but that's not the point. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Uh, so, Straw Dogs? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's not a good one. These are all movies I haven't seen. <laughs> You've seen Reservoir Dogs? I have seen Reservoir Dogs. Probably way too many times. Just once, and that's really? enough. It's... Yeah, it's all right. So, we watched a movie today that was mm-hmm. not dog related in any way shape or form really i don't think there's no, a single dog in this whole not film a single dog uh it was the incredibles 2 incredibles 2 it's not actually the incredibles 2 it's just called incredibles 2 really for no goddamn reason so they dropped the yes huh because the incredibles worked as yes a, yeah yes but huh. i don't well. know why this is just called incredibles 2 weird I never noticed that. But we actually, I will say this, we actually watched the double feature of Incredibles 1 Mm -hmm. and then Incredibles 2, which is kind of a fun way to do it. I had never sat and done that before. Right, because in in real life, there are 14 years between The Incredibles and Incredibles 2, Uh, but the movie takes place the the exact second of... Or second. Second. It takes second, (laughs) so we drop the the... Yeah, no more though. We don't need them. Um, yes, so it it picks up at the very end of uh, Incredibles one. Yeah, the Incredibles one. Anyway, so uh, we're gonna stop correcting ourselves on that because that's gonna get obnoxious probably. But anyway, we are gonna uh, so quick review Incredibles the first. Mm-hmm. They have passed a law that superheroes are illegal, and so like there's kind of like this clandestine under the table thing where Mister Incredible. Mm-hmm. goes away to an island kind of gets his groove back right but then it turns out the island was set up by a supervillain that's trying to kill him or something yep. and then his family saves him and then he saves his family and then the family saves town and then it's and all then, thing yeah and it's cool it's good yeah and the very end of Incre- the incredibles is they're at a, a track meet for dash mm. and um as they're leaving the track meet, the Underminer uh, supervillain comes out of the ground, mm-hmm. and they all look at each other, and then they put on their masks. So I assumed that there was a significant amount of time. I think there is. Between when their house blows up. At the end of Incredibles at, 1. In the, like, and the denouement part. Mm-hmm. Uh, where supers have become legal again, and mm-hmm. things are better. 
Well, I don't think they become legal they, again. They have it, but at the at my viewing of the Incredibles, mm-hmm. this was my interpretation, and I think it was a lot of people's interpretation. Yeah, I that mean, the reason they were out fighting evil in public is because that was legal again. Yeah, I didn't pick that up. I didn't think that. I mean, I didn't really have. I didn't think it through that hard. Uh-huh. I was just like, oh, they're gonna fight together as a family. Oh yeah, fighting together as a family. Credits roll, move mm-hmm. on. You know, but. Um. Yeah, but apparently it was not legal. There, I think there is some time between the end because mm-hmm. I mean they're kind of functioning as a family and not living in like some sort of refugee camp or something. I don't know. They do reference in this movie that their house got blown up, but <laughs> and they are living in a motel. Yeah. Well, I don't know where they were before the motel because what happens is as soon as um the credits roll on Incredibles two. Mm-hmm. You meet Tony, who's the boy Violet's been flirting with. Right. They have a date on Friday. But it's done as an interview with him mm-hmm. where he's describing seeing her with her mask off and realizing it's the girl from school. It's Violet. Like, mm-hmm. how wild is that? That she's a superhero. That's that's really crazy. And, like, now I don't know what to think. Is she going to think that, like, maybe I asked her out just because I knew she was a superhero? Because, like, that's not that's how cool. I roll. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. I'm, I'm also, comfortable. I'm comfortable with my masculinity. Right. I'm very comfortable with manhood-wise. <laughs> and, like, I just love the old grizzled, like, you know, black suit government guy that's listening to this interview is just like, oh, Who is always talking. playing a cop who's too old for this shit? Like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's totally murtogging. <laughs> that's like, it's his, it's his real milieu. Um, but they flash back, dur- during this interview, they flash back to the Underminer battle. Mm-hmm. And, like... Bob, Mr. Incredible, he's like wrestling the the giant drill vehicle the Underminer has. Right. And is like driving around underneath the city. Mm-hmm. Tearing shit up. There's like a big fight. The Underminer's whole thing, he's like dug out all of the stuff under the city, i.e. undermined the town, right? Uh-huh. And then he blows it up and the banks fall down and he can... And the banks, the banks fall into the ground. Right. And then once the banks are underground... He can just walk in and take the money. Well, like, all the vaults crack open and, like, you can actually get in them because, you know, he dropped them 60 feet into a crevasse. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, vaults are designed to withstand a lot of stuff, but I think a 60-foot drop is going to do some damage. I mean, I'm not a vault engineer, but probably. So he's able to suck all the stuff out and then him and Mr. Incredible have, like, a big fight. Mm -hmm. And the Underminer ends up just like setting the the drill thing to like surface while and then runs away yes with like the money and stuff okay and so the drill goes to the surface and then is going down the main street of town the incredible family is like trying to stop it right they have to figure out how to stop it also at first just the grown-ups go and they leave (sighs) the kids with uh, with Jack Jack baby, yeah. And they're like, why the fuck do they need costumes? Somebody made Jack Jack a little mask. Like, he's not fighting crime. Like, <laughs> I thought we resolved this in Incredibles. When Auntie Edna gives you a costume, <laughs> you fucking wear that shit. You fucking wear it. You look fabulous, regardless. Like, there's no conversation. If there's danger anywhere near, just get in your costume. Mm-hmm. Or, because if Edna sees you, she's going to kick your little ass. I do have some questions. I don't know if I should go here. Maybe. Okay, so, superheroing is still illegal. Right. They went to Dash's uh, track meet. Mm-hmm. 
I assume someone brought the superhero suits. I probably just, just wearing like, underneath, you know. Okay, so superhero long johns. You can't. You can't. That doesn't work because <laughs> because Dash was wearing like shorts. Well, maybe Dash did, and but like the others did. And like a so, so someone had to bring Dashes. Well, I was in the car. So they just keep it in the car. So under the floorboards. So uh, Mrs. Incredible, who is very like party of law and order in this movie. Oh yeah. Uh, was totes fine with like washing and folding and bringing everyone's super suits to a track meet where there may or may not be evil. Probably not. To illegally fight. Yeah, apparently that. Because luck favors the prepared. I guess. <laughs> Maybe Mr. Incredible did it. Yeah. But also, I feel like Mr. Incredible does not have his shit together enough to make sure that everyone's super suits are laundered. No. Uh, and ready to fight. We will find out crime. Mr. Incredible shit is not together at all through the course of this movie. Right. Like, bless his heart. He's trying. But, Sorry, I, have, I have real questions yeah, about that. Yeah, like, it does seem a little weird. Well, and also, they go, like, immediately. Like, mm -hmm. they're in the parking lot, and they put on their masks, and then within seconds, they're fighting. They don't They don't go to the car to put on their masks? I thought no. this was a real big thing, that their identity was the most important, like, their secret identity was, like, the most important thing that they had to keep secret. Yeah, apparently so, like that. Right. But, like, in broad fucking daylight... <laughs> they just put on their masks. They're, like, just put on their masks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. But, so, Miss Incredible at least had her mask in her pocket, which seems not in character. Right. At all. But they, they do a whole fight with the Underminer. Lucius, i.e. Frozone. Mm -hmm, shows up. Shows up. Helps out. Helps them not destroy the monorail. They have a monorail. Yes. Monorail, 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 monorail. There's a hand wave in there. Right. It's, it's cool to uh, to destroy. Monorail. Like, it looks cool. Oh, yeah. Totally. When you when you crash it into buildings and stuff. Uh, and then the thing is, the drill thing is going down the street, and they're, like, steering it to keep it from, like, running into buildings yes. and destroying stuff. Right. And, and they have to, like, pull out the battery, essentially. Boiler. Yeah, it's the boiler. Yeah. So and to stop to it. To get it to stop. Before it hits City Hall. And it just barely hits City Hall. Uh-huh. And this guy sees it and is like, oh, they're back. And he sends his driver to, like, well... Well, first time the they get arrested... Yeah, the Incredibles are in the drill and get arrested. Mm -hmm. Because... Because they were here. They were here. They were Clearly. Super, they were doing superhero shit. Like, can't be doing that. There's a, there's a double problem. of One, they were doing superhero shit. Or two... Maybe these aren't fucking superheroes. Maybe these are, like, villains who are dressed up like superheroes. And, yeah. like, maybe this was their plan all along. It was just, like, destruction. And they are just chaotic evil. Yeah. And fuck everyone. I mean, that's a real possibility. Like, it's hard to... Why don't supervillains do that more? Ego? Yeah. They need they, everybody they need everybody to know that this was their, like, amazing plan. And they weren't lucky. They're fucking great. Yeah, probably. So they have a whole, they get arrested, but this Lucius kind of sneaks away mm -hmm. and he gets kind of confronted or not confronted, but just invited by this dude in a stretch limo. Right. Dude in a stretch limo comes out and is like, Mr. Frozen, would you like to uh, come into my stretch limo? And he's like, I'm not really supposed to be here right now. He's like, and yeah. he's like, yeah, that seems weird, right? Hmm. Seems kind of unfair. Seem you want to, you want to come in this limo and talk about that? And he's like, I mean, sure, whatever. I can hold my own. I kind of feel like as a superhero, you can hold your own. Yeah, so sure. like you're like I can get in a stretch limit with some guy and if like shit goes south, I can I'll, just 
beat the ever-living crap out of him. Or just freeze him to his seat and leave right. him for dead. And, like, move on with my life. Yeah. So... So it's a low risk. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm not doubting Frozone. He's... Well, in worst case scenario, he maybe gets introduced to a supervillain and mm-hmm. is able to board a plan or something. Right. Either way... He likes to live on the edge. Either way, Frozone's got a... You know, whatever. He's Samuel L. Jackson. What... He's fine. He's gonna be fine. Whatever happens. Mm-hmm. It's true. He's gonna, you know, drop an F-bomb and get out of there. There's no the... F-bombs from Samuel Jackson in this movie. Which I feel... <laughs> <laughs> um. Meanwhile, the Incredibles are, like, in a police holding cell getting, mm-hmm. like, read the riot act. Because what they did was stupid. They're like, listen, the banks were insured. The... Yeah. You know, you guys getting there just made it go worse and caused way more damage. You didn't stop the bad guy. You didn't get the money. You just, you know, if you would have just let him get away, like, sure, there would have been damage. But But, it just would have been the damage. It wouldn't have spiraled out of control. Yeah. So, like, you guys need to knock your shit off. Right. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. Just go home. Have a latte or something. (laughs) Like Whatever superheroes drink. And so the two cops leave, and Bob's like, "Not a lot of help you were." And it's our friend, the neighborhood suit guy, right? And he's like, "Yeah, well, here's the deal. If you want me to get you out of this hole, you need to put down the shovel, Bob." Like, right? Like we just, we just, 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 just got the superhero program. Like, we just bailed your re- ass out, reinstated, like, and it has been like. Ten fucking seconds. <laughs> like you just trash like you just had a supervillain trash downtown with that rocket thing from right. the last movie. Right. Which like, I don't think I don't think there was a lot of time. Like we just I, yeah, I do think you just got the paperwork done. Right. And here we are again, right? Right. That was like a whole week of my life filling out this paperwork, and now here we are. Well, first I was doing the paperwork from the insurance thing where you punched uh the one guy through the wall. Mm-hmm. Then I was doing this paperwork. Now I'm doing the other paperwork. Oh, question. Yeah. When does when do you get the the um interview with the babysitter, with Dicker and the babysitter? Is that the very beginning of this movie when yeah. he also interviews Tony? Yeah, I think so. I okay, think he's in there too. So the so the babysitter is like Jack Jack is fucking crazy. That baby can turn into metal and fire and a demon and shit. And he was like, oh, this baby has powers. Cool. I'm not, I'm not going to tell, tell no one. I, I'm, I'm going to tell no one. I'm just going to wipe her brain. It's fine. The The family will discover his powers like in his own time. <laughs> I don't need to out him. Right. What? <laughs> so, um, so Decker there, is his name Decker? Mm. I think so. I think it's Dicker. Dicker. Uh, puts the Incredibles up in a hotel. Right. But like, where were they staying before? I don't Why know. Why do they have to be at... I mean, I could see them being in a hotel because their house got exploded. Right, I thought they were in a hotel because their house exploded. Maybe it's a different hotel. Maybe they had to move hotels to protect their uh, secret-ish secret identity. identity, but they're changing in fucking parking lots to go fight crime because they don't care. Also, the whole time they're fighting crime, they're calling their kids their real names. Yeah. They're calling their kids... Dash and Violet. Dash and Violet and Jack-Jack. Like... Yeah, well, and, like, um, they call the parents each other i think i think she might have used dash's full name like dash or robert parr right and i'm like this is not you guys need better practice <laughs> like code names <laughs> like keeping your identity like i understand not having one in the first movie because you didn't know 
that mm-hmm. you were going to fight whatever together. But you need to have a family meeting where everyone has code names before you're in the parking lot deciding to fight the underminer. Like before you're handing out masks. Before you're, like, you're remember, handing out masks. If you're wearing this mask, your name is Speedster. Your name <laughs> is Invisigirl. Right. I'm Elastigirl. I'm like, I swear to That's God, if Mr. you call Incredible. me mom, you are grounded for a month. Like, yeah. And that's the football. We're just going to call the baby the football or just right. the baby. Or just the baby. But, like, honestly, he should not be anywhere near the scene because he's a fucking baby. Also, but, like. That we don't even know has he, powers. He's indestructible. Yes. They don't They don't know that yet. But, yeah, that's another thing is, like, they are very, like, your identity is the only thing you ever should protect. Like. That was the first movie concept. We lost it. <laughs> They're like, fuck that. <laughs> so. They have a family meeting at the hotel. Oh, right when they pull up in the hotel, this is where Bob tells Rickard. Like, hey. Dickert, whatever his name. Right. By the way, Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tony, a friend uh, that Violet has from school. Saw her. Saw her, and she's pretty sure that uh, she recognized him. So you might want to go, like, talk to him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm on it. Right. And so he goes, and he, this is where you kind of... Piece together. Yeah. That he mind wipes. Yeah. Tony. You do see, like, the rest of the interview, and he, at the end, he zaps him in the forehead with, like, a toilet plunger. L- literally a teeny tiny toilet plunger. It's a very, like, 50s, uh, early 60s. It's a mid-century um, modern. Yeah, it, like, it reminds me very much of Adam West Batman. Oh, yeah. The vibe. Yeah. Well, and a lot of this movie reminds me of, like, of a, Adam West a cranked Batman. up, like, somewhere between... Like Octopussy and what year is this movie supposed to take place? I we think don't know. like 1964. I think yeah, I think somewhere in the 60s, maybe the 70s at the latest. Mm-hmm. But also, time doesn't necessarily work because it's an alternate timeline. Well, no, not even that because they say you know it's been 50 years since the Hero Act that made heroing illegal, but like. Bob and Susan mm-hmm. are not that old. Helen. And Lucius. Helen. It's okay. It's okay. Names are hard. Names are hard. Yes. They're and not that it... old. Maybe superheroes age super, super slow. Because, like, they were, like, maybe in their, like, 20s when the superhero act. Like, maybe. they were married. Like, it was, like, they got married. I would believe it would have been 20 years. Yeah, maybe 20 years. Because, you know, they had Violet. She's right. In the, she's a teenager. Right. Made a few years on that. I would believe 20 years, but 50 years yeah. is a bonkers long time. Yeah, totally. So, I don't know. Also, Lucius is looking pretty good, but... I mean, he's a black man. He's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, what about Honey? We never see her. We never see Honey. But... Also, we don't know when Honey met Lucius. Like, if it was after Truth. his... Uh, I get the feeling that it was after his superhero days were over. Yeah. Like, they met in a bar somewhere. She just thought he was a regular guy. And it was, like, well, well, well into their relationship where he was like, BT Dubs, I used to have this weird job. I have and she was like, you past. better not fucking ever do it again. <laughs> no problem, babe. And he's like, I got Liar. it. Liar. Right. And then he's like, where's my super suit? And she was like, oh, hell no. You said you were not going to do this. Mm-hmm. At any rate, um, they're in this hotel. They kind of have a family dinner meeting, which is funny because it's echoes of the original movie. Right. Where they have this family dinner. 
They have a really, the mom and dad have a really interesting relationship because they have very, very different ideological views about the government and personal freedoms and the rule of law. I mean, like, th this coming from a couple that started as a socialist <laughs> and a libertarian. I mean, we're still all, we're still really different. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but. I'm much more the same. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm, I'm, a I'm a dynamic person. So, and I was always right, so. We're doing great. I'm still not quite a socialist. No. But um, anyway. That's fine. We'll get you there. Um, but yeah, the kids want to use their powers. And, and uh, at one point, Dash like pounds the table and goes, it defines who I am. And they're like, <laughs> it's like what? What, what the fuck? He's like, I don't know. It was on TV. <laughs> Somebody said it on TV. And everybody just kind of shakes their heads and moves on. Um, but the, the argument is simple, is that um, Helen's like, no, we can't. We can't do this. It's illegal. It's illegal. So we're going to work on changing the laws. Right. There are a system that the law is unfair. There's a way of changing the law that is fair. And so we should do that. Mm -hmm. And Bob's like, no, just fucking ignore the law. Like, <laughs> Right. If the law is fair. Like, if the we law can't, is bullshit. We can't, just, we can't just roll over and be like, it's fine. We have a bunch of bullshit laws. And she's like, I'm not saying we should roll over. And obey a bunch of bullshit laws. I'm saying we should work within the system to change the system. Mm -hmm. And, like, they kind of get into it. Like They have a very passionate <laughs> relationship. They argue a lot. They argue a lot in front of their kids. <laughs> like, But yeah, somewhat respectfully. Yeah, like, I think it's, it's okay. Fine. It's I'm fine. Not, I wasn't, like, worried. No. I mean, I am a little worried for their relationship. But that's, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a stressful situation. Superhero relationships are hard. I mean, I would know. But... Um, but they end up kind of taking the conversation out to the pool after the kids go to bed and they're talking about like, well, what are we going to do? And Bob's like, listen, they're shutting down this program. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to have a job. I need to find a job. Like in two weeks, I got to find a job. And Helen's like, I, I could find a job. Like, mm -hmm. I'm good at things too. And he's like, no, no, this is my job. Like, I got to do this. I got to I'm the be... man of the house. I got to, I got to provide. Patriarchy is what it is. Right. So here we go, honey. It's, ba it's baked into the system. I can't shake it. So, as they're discussing, Lucius shows up. Mm-hmm. Good old Frozone. He's like, sup? And they're like, hey, noticed you uh, kind of skedaddled. And he was like, yeah, I'm fucking not getting arrested. I'm a black man. Yeah. Like, like fuck no. Like, listen, they'll take you guys into custody peacefully. You know what happens? Right. No. no. I've seen that tape. No thanks. No thank you. I ain't gonna be, no, ain't no protesting my name. So he got out of there. Mm -hmm. But he's like, listen, some other guys came up to me and were like, hey, you want a job? I got a job for you. Right, I have plans. And it's going to pay ridiculously well. So. And it's going to help supers. And it's going to help supers and it's going like to help a people. Super, a super advocacy so, uh, kind of thing. Why don't you, why don't you come out and, uh, you know, see what these guys have to offer. Mm -hmm. if, if it doesn't pan out, no problem. Right, we can walk away. So. They decide to go visit. Right. And this opportunity. Uh, Lucius was like, You should bring your old super suits. I feel like this guy's like, You need to hit his nostalgia buttons. Which it turns out to be accurate. Right. So they get in the limo. Mm -hmm. And they go to this giant tower. And they meet uh, Winston and Evelyn Devon. Dever. Devers? I don't know. Diver. Devers. They're in charge Dev. of a company called DevTech. DevTech. So yeah. it's Dev something. Um, Winston is like a super fanboy. Yes. 
Winston's here for superheroes, loves a superhero. Uh, his... <laughs> his sister is a little less impressed. Right. Okay, so his dad loved superheroes. Right. He had direct lines to several superheroes. Right. And um, then, like, the week that superheroism became illegal, yeah, his dad was robbed. And instead of going to the safe room, he went to pick up his direct line to superheroes, and they were all disconnected because superheroism is illegal. Yeah. And he was shot and died. And then through his father's death, uh, Winston has become some kind of superhero obsessed vigilante. Stop me if you've heard this before. Yeah, seems... Seems real Batman-y. Oh, this, yeah. <laughs> like, multi-million dollar playboy, philanthropist, uh, philanthropist uh, tech mogul. Yeah, slash. Also, like, super obsessed with his parents' untimely death. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this could also be somewhat Iron Man, but like... So, so many superheroes, guys. But he doesn't decide to really go into the superhero business directly. Right. And I think it's because they recognize that, like, heroes are born a little more. Like It's a real, like, nature argument yeah. for superheroism. Well, these superheroes, I mean, these superheroes are superhuman. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not just, I mean, no offense to Iron Man, but, like... They're not a smart guy with a lot of money. Yeah, or to Captain America, where everything special about him came out of a... Came out of a fucking accident. Yeah. You are literally a war crime. Yes. Sorry, motherfucker. Fair enough. Or Hulk. <laughs> also a war crime. <laughs> or uh, Scarlet Widow. Or, or Scarlet Widow. Wow, Black Widow. Scarlet Black Widow Witch. has no powers at all. She's just, like, strong. She's a brainwashed war crime. Yeah. Like, it turns out... Turns out a lot of our superheroes are war crimes. shit going on. Gonna have to yeah. examine that <laughs> later. Anyway... But, so, their plan is that they're going to rebrand and relaunch superheroes. Can we pause a little bit? Yeah. Okay, so Evelyn is much less impressed. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Dad should have gone to the safe room. Mom wanted him to go to the safe room, but he didn't. He wanted to He wanted to call his uh, superhero, buddies. superhero buddies. Why the fuck didn't he put the phone in the safe room? Gee, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> right? Best of both worlds. Like, I can call you from my safe place. <laughs> right. Why? Why wouldn't the phone be in the safe place? Or, like, I mean, at least an extension. Yes. Or, I mean, you have an office with a really big fucking locking door. Right. Like, that is your safe room slash office. Right. I feel I feel like if he uh, would have been better at, like, space planning... Yeah, interior decorating at the in, least. Yeah, interior decorating, architecture. I don't interior designer. That's the word. I'm sure, it is. Yeah, if he was a better interior designer or and or hired it out, I feel like he could have avoided this whole debacle. And then there would be no Incredibles two, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so they're gonna relaunch the superheroes, but they decide their best play is to relaunch with Elastigirl, right? And to do it in a way where they have suit cameras. Yeah. So that the people see the battle, see all the decisions that the superheroes are making, like, on yeah. good faith to save the most amount of people every little yeah. time. So they so they see, like, hey, one person died and that fucking sucked. But, like, did you see how 10,000 people didn't die? Yeah. That's better. Well, and, like, 
um like winston says like at the end of the day when the news cameras show up they see the damage and they see the superheroes walking away mm-hmm. and they're like no we need to like we need to tell people the damage was not you you were minimizing it and so by the way we've done the math and if we want to minimize damage it's not bob it's not mr incredible right he wrecks shit. He's a smasher. He's just like, hit it with a hammer. It's not Brozone because he <laughs> has collateral damage with the freezing. I don't know, somebody's pipes bust or something and then, you know, whatever. It's Elastigirl, who mm-hmm. is much more a finesse character, which makes sense. I think that tracks. And so Bob takes this real hard. Right. He's like, no, I mean, like, big problems take big so- big solutions like mm-hmm. i'm i'm here and they're like yeah no it's not gonna be you up like we're... <laughs> we'll get to you later yeah and they have like a re- last girl bob have to have like a real conversation about this in bed mm-hmm. where she's like i don't know if i want to do this and bob's like i don't know if i want you to do this either and she's like oh it's, it's not really what i like that's not he's like i mean i'll support you like i'll stay home and uh, babysit the kids and shit. Like, how hard can it be? And she was like, first of all, it's real fucking hard. Turns out. <laughs> and second, like, I don't want to do it if you're not, if you're going to be resentful and not supportive of me. But also, like... Fuck you. Yeah, also fuck you. I supported you and your, like, shitty career for, like, seven years. And yes, you hated it, but it was what you needed to do for our family. And what I needed to do for our family was to, like, stay home and, like, be a housewife. And, like, I also wasn't fulfilled. So, like... Yeah, like, there's this whole... She has this whole thing, and she's like, I'm really torn, because, like, to save my family, I'm gonna have to leave it, and to fix the law, I'm gonna have to break it. And it's like, yeah, well, like, no offense, but, like, welcome to being, like, a 21st century woman. Like... (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, this is the impossible dilemma, like, constantly of, like, you... How do you balance these two, like, all these sets of really stupid expectations that none of them work out ever no matter what you do right and so like very reluctantly i see you ladies very reluctantly mr incredibly sexist uh is is like fine fine like i'm sure you'll do a good job and she was like damn right i'll do a good job because i'm fucking awesome (laughs) and like i think his kind of like dragging his feet is what really kind of inspires her to be like Listen, I'll show you. Like, fuck yeah. I have enough of your like verbal support as you're trying to like kind of wishy washy mm-hmm. be like, I'll I'll support you whatever you do, but like we really need you at home. She's like, you'll support me whatever I do. Yeah, I choose to hear that. Right. Like, perfect. Great. Cool. Carry on. And then he's like, wait, what? She, you're, oh, damn. Like he, okay then. So she calls up and she's like, all right, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, and so Winston's like, cool. First off, uh, let's get you out of that hotel. I got mm-hmm. a house for you. And also, I'm going to pay you pretty well. So right. she's like, this is super generous. Like, awesome. Great. Yeah. You, this is too generous. You don't, like. Yeah. And he was like, no, it's one of my houses. I have a lot. I'm not using this one. Like. I potted off an eccentric billionaire who liked to come and go as he pleased without being seen. So it's got a lot of hidden entrances and exits. It'll be perfect for this. I'm like, this is Batman's fucking house. A true. It totally is. Maybe he didn't buy it off an eccentric millionaire. Maybe he low-key is Batman. Maybe so. That's just the cover story. Mm -hmm. 
Um, also, she gets a new uniform. It was not designed by Edna. Right. They sent a new uniform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's dark. Yeah. She's like, I don't know if I'm here for this, like, dark goth, uh, broody. broody version of Elastic Girl. And Bob is like, it's hot. <laughs> He's like, I'm into it. She was like, I mean, thanks. <laughs> That's not what I was going for, but cool. Also, I feel like this is kind of a shot across the bow of the, like, dark, moody, broody mm-hmm. superhero films that were kind of... Yes. Happened like, between The Incredibles Right, one, the Batman v Superman, the, yeah, like, whatever other... Dawn of Justice, where you're like, I can't see what's happening so on this dark. screen. Like, it's a million literally shades physically, of black or very, yeah. very dark gray. Yeah. Um, or the Nolan Batmans. Oh, my gosh. Um, but... Yes. Uh, and then she also gets a new elasticycle. Right. And she was like, sweet. And uh, Mr. Incredible's like, I didn't know you rode a motorcycle. And she was like, there's a lot you don't know about me. I had a mohawk. And he was like, huh. Okay. Yeah. So this movie takes place in some time. Probably like 1960s. Yeah. They've been married for like 20, 20 years. So it was maybe the 50s at the latest. Latest, but probably the 40s. Yeah. I'm going to say the 50s just because if it was the 40s, there'd be a lot more war stuff maybe. Yes. But like, I'm going to say 50, like maybe, late, late maybe, 40s, early 50s. Maybe the 50s. So she was a woman with a mohawk in the 50s. On a motorcycle. On a motorcycle. That's a real interesting choice. There's some things to debrief I there. want... All of her backstory. (laughs) All of it. Like, Where is the Elastigirl movie? Nobody else fucking matters. Yes. Dawn of Elastigirl. Yes. That's what I want now. A hundred percent. I want to know her days. Mm -hmm. I want to know who she was hanging out with, who she was riding with. Like, did she dress as a man to go to war? Like... Uh, I don't know. And and serve as a man in war? Because I could see that. Yeah. Like... Ooh, there's an interesting love story angle on that right? one that could go like right? wild. So so great. I love all of it. I like. I wanted this. I want this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, is that why she had a mohawk? Like, mm-hmm. maybe. Maybe. It's. I mean, there's a lot of. Things. Also, this is a lot to not know about your partner of twenty years. Like, I know most of your previous hairstyles. It's true. And the fact that you've never owned a motorcycle. I've never owned a motorcycle. But I know or several ri- of your previous cars. One. Yeah. So most of them were Chevy Cavaliers. It's nothing to write home it, with. No, it's not it's not notable. There was that one time we both figured out that we don't like tomato soup and that was like at least fifteen years into our marriage. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> Turns out. So I mean, may- maybe there are some things that surprise you, but like, yeah, this are, is this is a lot. I feel like a mohawk, a mohawk, and a motorcycle is kind of like big on the like. There's a lot you don't know about me. I like, feel like there should have been at least photos of this, right? Or like, it came up sometime in the like thousands of hours of conversation I, we had as he, being partners. But I think he doesn't ever fucking talk to her. Or listen. Or listen. <laughs> I think he talks. Um. Has he never met her parents? Yeah. That's another whole thing. I mean, we don't see the grandparents at all. We don't. They're not in the wedding scene. No. And so, like, that's a whole other Maybe they're dead. Thing. That's why all the superheroes become superheroes is they're all orphans. Uh, I think it's because they have superpowers. But, and orphans. I mean, orphan superpowers, maybe. But anyway. Um, so, she goes off to New Urbum. Mm-hmm, which is a 
It's Metropolis. I'm it's Metropolis. A big... Yes, it's a it's a big fancy city with big fancy crime. Yay! And uh, Wynn is like, yeah, this is great. There's like a super high crime rate. It'll be like lit. And she's like, that seems <laughs> like a really like, weird thing to be she's excited like, about. It seems very not lit. <laughs> that seems like not what I want in my life. And he's like, well, I mean, you know, for the goal at hand, this right, is what it is. Right. So you're just gonna go and wait for crime. So she is on a busy street mm-hmm. in costume. Yep. On a motorcycle. Yeah, I mean, she's hiding where... in an alley. No, she's like, there's a part where she's like, oh on yeah, the she's street. like on an overpass, almost right. just watching. People are walking by. Yeah. Uh, superheroism is still illegal. Right. And no one is even looking twice at this superhero in costume. Have you seen? Waiting for crime to happen. Have you seen? Um, there's a gif going around of this guy dressed as a rat in the subways of <laughs> New York City, and he's like pulling this giant plushed piece of pizza up oh, the stairs, guys. and it says, "Why does the stairway?" And there's this dude walking down the steps, and he just sees this dude doing this, mm-hmm. and so he just climbs over the rail of the stairway, yeah, just jumps over the rail, hops of the over, and just keeps moving like, on with his life. I still got to get to my uh, subway. That is big city life. You're just okay. like. Fuck this shit. Like, right, like I, don't I don't have time. Have time I don't have time to, to deal with like I don't this. care if this is performance art or illegal crime fighting. Like I have shit Maybe to do. Maybe it's just like the the people that dress up like Spider Man in Times Square. Right, but would you dress up like Spider Man in Times Square if being Spider Man was illegal? I want to point out we're not sure it's not illegal. <laughs> like honestly. <laughs> I'm not, it's kind of gray where, you know, swinging around the cities by spider webs and then like dispensing vigilante justice on crime bosses goes. So, you know. Sure. I mean, yeah. Okay. But I mean, granted, it's also fantasy. So that, <laughs> that does help. But anyway, so um, Bob's at home with the kids. Yes. He, he, first day. No problems. Sure. Just the kids all, off of school. All he does is send them to school. And it's fine. Yeah. I mean, Dash is having some homework problems. He's like, we'll get to that. Like, right. He's like, you're late now. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Later. Like, this is a stalling tactic. Get out of the house. Mm-hmm. And, you know. And then he's like, it's just you and me, baby. Yep. And, and then the baby starts to have manifest his powers. Well, you kind of like some weird, like, he puts the baby in one place, turns his back, and the baby's in another place. And he's like, oh, that was weird. And then we're back to Helen. Like, right. we don't really dwell on that too much. Because uh, Helen's, she's watching the hover train opening ceremony. Right. Just waiting for crime. Just waiting for the crime. There's like a tip that there's something screwy going to go on. And so they're dedicating this new hover train, which is mm-hmm. really cool, apparently. But it doesn't have full track. It's only like a demo portion of track. Like yeah, a like hun- the- hundred feet of track. It's just going to go a hundred feet of track. They say 25 like- miles. Oh, yeah. It's like, isn't that amazing? Yeah, and so it starts, and this is also the weird thing, is it starts at a station in the middle of the track. Like, it, apparently they have, like, a really fancy station at one end, a really fancy station maybe at the other, I don't know. But there's another station that they start at, mm-hmm. and they cut the ribbon. A little baby station. And they're going to go from that station to, to the, the next station. Sta- well, the next station, out. Mm-hmm. The fancy station, like, is the origin station that's in the back mm-hmm. that this train came from. And as they start the train, instead of going forward to the other station, it goes, goes backwards, backwards to the to the first station at an incredible rate of speed. Right. And that's when they're like, oh, runaway train, never mm-hmm. coming back. 
one, one way long way down a runway track the fact that they did not get this little uh piece of music for this scene is really it's a tragedy just a, yes a tragedy. just like a superheroed up like jazzy instrumental version right? would have been great yeah would have been okay because <laughs> okay, it's a very exciting scene and uh yeah yeah the tom petty song is pretty chill yeah is it tom petty yes i think do you want me to google it i don't think it is it's by soul asylum yeah yeah i told you it you were right good job being right maybe tom covered it i don't know i mean it's possible maybe it's just chill and i'm like chill and you're like okay it sounds chill there you go so anyway so yeah the fact that you get that but it is an exciting scene and probably not the mood for soul asylum right probably yeah probably not the mood for like chasing a train right so she manages to do all these cool motorcycle tricks and catch up to the train and get on it she hasn't rode a motorcycle in 20 years i will say she's not she's not perfect on the motorcycle and she but she's a fast study yeah she does pretty well also the motorcycle comes in half so that she can like rubber band herself from like how did you know that it did that I maybe there's a little bit of training. Maybe. Well, at first she was like driving around. She's like, it's a little torquey, but I'll get used to it. Well, it's electric, so mm-hmm. is what she says. It means it's torquey, which is true. Like actually, that's very accurate. Um, electric motors, you get all the torque at yeah, at all instantly. Instantly, you don't you don't have to work so, up to it. But uh, also, that torque is what allows her to do the really crazy moves later. So, but she catches up the train, manages to stop it mm-hmm. um, using her parachute powers. And then there are no casualties. No casualties. But she does get up to the front of the train and realize that the guy that was driving it was, like, hypnotized. Right. He had glowy green eyes, blue green eyes. And then, like, the screen in front of him was flashing weird patterns. And then it says, welcome back, Supergirl. Elastigirl. Elastigirl, yeah. Um, signed, um... The Screen Slaver. Ooh, who doesn't love a great pun for a but, superhero like, name? this wasn't a... We didn't. When did screensavers were invented? Yeah. When were screensavers invented? Nineteen seventies. Maybe. Nineteen eighties. I don't know. I have to Google it. But well, not nineteen sixties. I don't oh, think. Oh gosh, no. Because in the nineteen sixties, computers were still the sizes of fridges, and like their output was literal fucking punch cards. And then they had to have black women translate it. Yeah. True. But anyway. I don't know. But they have screens in this one with, mm-hmm. like, color screens, TV screens. So it's not, I mean, it's not a true 70s or whatever. Right. It's so a little... weird. It's a weird alternate timeline yeah. where everything is more techy. Meanwhile, um, back at the ranch, mm-hmm. uh, Violet was supposed to go on a date that night. Right. She gets stood up. She so... goes to the date and nobody's there. Right. Um, Jack-Jack is refusing to go to bed and mm-hmm. ends up fighting with a raccoon. Oh, the Jack Jack versus Trash Panda oh felt like a very like it felt like a short. Oh, that it was they just so were perfect. like, oh, the short is so good. We have to just like ham fist it in this movie. Doesn't matter if it doesn't fucking make sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, the thing is, it like it works because Jack Jack's watching late night TV with Bob and sees mm-hmm. like a robber. Like, well, and Bob Bob is asleep, right? Because he's just exhausted, and um. Jack Jack then sees a panda out in the backyard, or a trash panda, a mm-hmm. raccoon in the backyard, and is like, oh, that looks just like the robber, but he's stealing this trash. Right. I have to defend my house. Right. Also, I'm a baby and I have superpowers that I can't control. Yeah, so like he teleports through a wall, 
He uses laser vision. He turns into a fireball. He turns into like multiple clones of himself. He's got a moment where he's like a little demon baby. Mm-hmm. Like he does all this crazy shit. He sets himself on fire. Oh, that's the best. But like, like a sparkler. <laughs> like, just it's great. Whizzing around. And then Bob's like, oh my gosh, you've got powers. And then Jack-Jack laughs and shoots a laser beam right over Bob's head. And right, like barely... and zips his hair. And he's like, you have powers. Like, suddenly realizing, like, Yeah, this is, this is a lot. That's not what I wanted out of life. Um, but it is, but it isn't. Um, so Elastigirl calls to check in. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, hey, how's it going? And Bob's like, yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine i'm great at this and you like no worries i feel like that's the phone call each of us have whenever right when we travel and we're like how's everything did you remember that like so and so had to bring treats for their class and you're like yes i remembered yeah they brought oreos like it's whatever fine. it's great i got it all in control here don't worry about me worry about you it's fine mm-hmm. uh but i mean bob does not have it under control though no like, not obviously not uh, but then Alaska was, like, super excited about what she's been up to. Right, it's like, I'm going to tell you about my day. Like, I stopped this runaway train, and nobody died, and it was so amazing. And, mm-hmm. like, I'm fucking great at this job, and I knew I'd be, and, like, I'm glad I was right. And, like, I'm so glad that you are supporting me. Like, yep. and he was like, yeah, I'm just here supporting you. <laughs> great. I love you. Um... And so, like, they kind of hang up, and Bob, like, can't sleep. So he had been working with Flash, or Dash, mm-hmm. earlier on learning math and was failing at it. And so he, like, picks up Dash's book and just starts trying to learn. Right. He's like, you gotta he's, relearn he's fucking like, math. I'm, I'm going in this. I'm going in hard. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to be the best dad ever. Like, he kind of was, like, trying to be the cool dad at first and just like, yeah, we'll get through this. It'll be great. No worries. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, I'm going to really try hard to be the best dad ever. Right. The next is it the next day that he replaces those sugar frosted bombs with like fibros. Yep. Um, also, like, um, the next day, like the, the kids go to school. Violet finds the Tony, mm-hmm. and Tony totally doesn't remember her. Right? She's like, "Hey, I thought we were supposed to meet on Friday," and he was like, "I'm sorry, who are you?" Yeah. And she was like, "What the fuck?" Right? What the fuck? And she goes home. Uh, after school and she's complaining she's like dad it was like he didn't even remember me like Mm -hmm. and yeah and he and he was like it's probably for the best like he's just trying to protect himself like he saw you being super and now he's just gonna pretend like he didn't didn't remember you at all like i can't tell you how many people that uh dicker had to mind wipe for me and she was like it was dicker like he mind wiped he mind wiped him and now he doesn't even remember me it's not even like he doesn't remember that I'm a superhero. He doesn't remember me at all. Like I hate this. <laughs> I renounce being a superhero. I renounce superheroes. Yeah. And she goes up and she gets her uniform and like throws it in the garbage disposal and Turns tries it to on. turn it on. And you see the arms flapping out. Right. It's like one of those like car salesmen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like inflatable things. Inflatable balloon men. And she's like that. all oh, destroying the suit because it's it's a net now. <laughs> right. Like, it's, it's made of whatever magic. Right. Um, and so that's, that's a whole thing. Meanwhile, Elastigirl is doing an interview mm-hmm. and she meets the ambassador who is like, oh, I was always a big fan. Okay, cool. Uh, but during her interview, this is where Screenslayer shows up again. Kind of. 
Yeah, well, he... He shows up by... Uh, mind controlling the host. Mind controlling the host. Turning the host against him. Okay, so the mind control in this movie is kind of... Bonkers? Weird. Yeah. Um. So you have to have the flashy lights in front of you the to mind screen. control. Yep. On a screen. So it, it was like... In this one, it was like the teleprompter that changed into the flashy lights. Mm-hmm. And he saw the flashy lights and then was like mind controlled. But there... So I assume they're mind controlled to do a specific task, but not necessarily how to do the task. I don't know. Because they do some fucking crazy shit yeah, under yeah, mind yeah. control. And there's points where many people are mind controlled at the same time. Right. And it's too much to micromanage right. everybody. You, you've got you just to give everybody a goal and you're like, just do the thing I asked you to do. I don't care how you do it. Right. I, I would assume so. I would also assume so. So maybe they have specific words or messages they can give them, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think it's mostly just goals. So the guy being mind control is like, hey, basically he's like, yeah, the the ambassador is about to die, and the last girl figures it out and has to chase down the helicopter with the ambassador in it, mm-hmm. and there's a whole exciting chase sequence there where she's, um, like live action rescuing the ambassador from this super villain mm-hmm. and she saves everybody and everybody's fine i don't know what the fuck happens to the helicopters because they just got lost in new urban somewhere they just flowed into magically a place where no one was in this very highly populous city yeah exactly <laughs> they have they have helicopter explosion sites exactly <laughs> they're like aim here yeah so maybe also, it was a park well also i feel like this kind of proves the point because the last two big rescues were very low collateral no casualties mm-hmm. which i feel like bob would not have done like it's true would not have been able to he's, pull off he's not a of finesse player so he is just like power yep and so she manages to rescue everybody and the ambassador's super impressed and um you know, we kind of get the results of that. Winston has a meeting with her. He's like, listen, your numbers are way up. Things are great. The ambassador wants to, like, sponsor a bill to make supers cool all over the world again. Like, also, I have some people for you to meet. Mm-hmm. And it's a collection of other supers that other have been underground. Other supers who have been underground. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, it's Elastigirl. Like, you're my inspiration. Like, mm-hmm. you're great. Yeah, because you are who you are. I felt like I could be who I was. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like I could be true to myself. Yeah. Also, the stylings for these uh, superheroes are, like, kind of 80s. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, there's a kind of 80s punk vibe for a lot of Especially, them. yeah. Especially, I can't remember her name. Uh, Vortex. Void. 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 Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, Void has like aqua hair, and like part of it is shaved on one side. It's, it's nice. Yeah, it's very cool. But it it would stick out like a sore thumb in like nineteen, like early nineteen sixties culture. Like. Yeah, like she would be like a nineteen eighties punk, pretty right. easy, or like a nineteen or two thousand and tens barista. Okay, right. right. Like, <laughs> Anyone living in Portland in the early aughts. <laughs> like, yeah, it would be fine. But she's not really going to blend in anywhere in the 60s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a, that's a good... I don't know how that works out. Yeah. But uh, at the party, they kind of meet each other. And Dino, or Elastigirl's like, I get it. Like, I get why I'm here. I need mm-hmm. to help these people. And her and uh, Evelyn, Evie. 
Yes. They have a little conversation about... About being a woman. About being a woman and being like, yeah, all those... In a man's world. All those fucking superheroes. They're just like all smash and grab, like, morons. But, like, they need us to know what to do. They need us to figure it out, to get a plan, to make the plan happen, to help, you know, like... You know, to, if yeah, they to just, not just listen hit it with us, the biggest hammer. If they just listen to us, we could get this shit done. And they kind of hatch a plan to be like, all right, so if it's just up to us, how would we do this? And they're like, well, this is how we draw out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I would, I would go back and do the interview, and then the screen slaver would hack in, hack in, and then I would trace their signal. Can you trace my signal? Can you trace the signal? She's and like, she was like, I would yeah. need like two minutes, but yeah, yeah, like if you can keep him talking. Yeah, and so that's the plan. And so, um, you know, so that's going to happen. They kind of leave that like, okay, you go to your corner and get, you know, I'll, I'll call and make the appointments to get the interview back on. Mm-hmm. You go make me my widget that's going to find me the screen slayer when he You're like, Winston in. is the one who makes the calls I guess, to yeah. get the interview back on. But yeah. But Elastigirl is going to tell Winston to tell, right. to make the call. So she's going to, she's going to be the power behind the guy mm-hmm. and get that to go. Uh, this is also when we flash back to the rest of the family. Right. And they're going out to eat. Right. So, uh, Mr. Incredible calls Dicker and is like, hey, when you mind wiped that Tony guy, you wiped, like, my daughter's memory completely out of him. And he's like, it's not an exact science, Bob. <laughs> and he's, like, wearing a Hawaiian shirt, like, very clearly, like, packing up his office. Like, he's going on vacation or he's fucking retired because <laughs> he is done with all of this shit. <laughs> and, uh, he's like, what do you know about him? He's like, I don't know. Seemed like a nice kid. Like, his family owns the Happy Platter. Like, down in town, and the kid works part-time there. And he was like, great. I got a plan. Mm-hmm. So he takes Violet and, and the other two right. to the Happy Platter. I'm like, what are we doing here? Why did we drive halfway across town just to go to, like, this crappy diner? And he was like, I thought it would be a nice change of pace from, you know, like, driving food. She's like, I mean, I like driving food. Dash is like, are we going to have to eat vegetables? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, it's a part of, like being fucking alive <laughs> like yeah. get used Balanced to it diet includes vegetable stash and so um cups hit the table they're getting filled up mm-hmm. violet takes a big swig of water and then looks up and their waiter is tony right and she immediately geysers right out of her nose and her mouth yeah Both. it is disgusting <laughs> and she is beyond embarrassed mortified like so this mortified. could not have gone worse right <laughs> um and dash thinks it's like hilarious right and they're like this water is very refreshing <laughs> is, it, is it spring water it's like i think it's tap i think it's tap it's delightful tap water like, like she was like, like i hate all of you <laughs> yeah and, and i mean the baby's just gooing and crying right. and having fun but like she like storms <sighs> off to the bathroom to be mad yeah and like it's it's the worst. It's horrible. It's mm-hmm. so rough to watch. So bad. Um. So that kind of just ends in, in a horrible way, mm-hmm. and then it goes back to to Helen doing the interview again. Mm-hmm. And this is when uh, she's talking to the guy that was interviewing. He's like, "Yeah, how you feeling?" He's like, eh, "It was really weird. Like, I don't know what just happened. Like, but yeah, I got checked out by a doctor, and physically." They say I'm fine. I just like, don't remember those two I minutes. I was just mind controlled for a little bit, like. Apparently, that's MBD. cool. 
that's when Screen Slayer breaks in again. Mm -hmm. And she's talking to him from a secure, you know, she's on mission in a secure location. But really, she's scanning and finding him and trying to figure out where he's at. Right. And there's a whole, like, little, like, it's very Batman-esque. How she, yes. like, kind of goes from building to building and glides and, like, swoops. Spider-Man-y, too. Yeah, she's she's got a lot of different little... Because she's real bendy. She's very flexible, mm -hmm. both literally and, like... And, yeah, and metaphorically. Metaphorically. Like, she can do a lot of different styles of locomotion. Um, but she ends up finding this apartment where the broadcast mm -hmm. is coming from. Right. And she breaks into that. And it's starting and to, at like... at first there's just, like, a bunch of artifacts. There's, like, some goggles and a bunch of... Like eyes, yeah, like a, lot a of bunch eyes. of like glass eyes or sensor eyes. They look like regular eyes. But and then like... she finds like schematics for the hover train. She finds plans for the mm -hmm. um for the helicopters that right were stolen, and then she finds like a monitor and she's investigating that when screen slaver shows up and he's like find anything interesting and the, all the walls and the ceiling and the floor. Of go this to apartment, pattern. go to mesmerizing uh, hypnotist pattern. Right, and so then uh, immediately Helen knows that the hypnotist pattern hypnotizes you. She closes, and her she eyes. closes her eyes, and she fights this whole thing blindfolded. Right, and does very well. She's fucking great. Like um, the screenslayer has like this baton, like it's like a little cattle prod thing. Mm -hmm. When he shocks her, like that limb kind of goes numb, and right. like just like. Flops. So she has a numb leg. Well, she gets, like, almost all of her limbs numbed, mm -hmm. which is how he's able to escape. Right. And then she kind of, like, crawls out and, like, gets her feeling back and is able right. to chase him down. and then they're not down. in the room anymore and she can open her eyes. Yeah, and so she's running down. Uh, she notices there's, like, a countdown, and so she's like, hits the fire alarm to get everybody to escape. Mm -hmm. Everybody clears out of the building. She chases this guy down, tackles him, building explodes, and then he gets arrested. Right. And they're like, yay, caught the screen slayer. Yay. Right. And he and he was like, what? What just happened? And, he, and she was like, you fucking destroyed my evidence. Like. Yep. This, you're the worst. <laughs> you're going to jail for a long time, buddy. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. So then it cuts back to Bob, mm -hmm. who is delirious, unshaved, and not doing well. Right. Right. She, he uh, is not doing great. Like. His son is failing math. His daughter's really mad at him because he messed up the boyfriend situation. His old car is up for auction. Oh yes, his old car is up for auction, and he's like, "They said they said it was un unrepairable. Like they mm. said it was like in a wreck and it was unrepairable, and so he let it go. But really, they restored it secretly and then like sold it in the private uh, sector." Yeah. And then it was up for auction again. He was like, "Fuck that! That's my car." And he like digs in his stuff and he finds the remote. And he's like turning <laughs> and it on. And he's pushing all the buttons. And Dash is like, yes, buttons! I love fucking buttons! Meanwhile... Did we talk about the buttons on this house? Oh, no, we didn't really. Like, this house is also crazy when they first move in. Mm-hmm. It's got buttons. Right, it's got buttons. It's got, like, a water feature where, like, a moat opens up. And then, like, a waterfall falls. So, there's all these buttons. The, the um... Couch, couch comes out of the floor. The fireplace turns on. Whatever. Uh, but... Dash is pushing all these buttons, and there's also a moat under, there's a, a moat, then there's another moat right underneath the couch. Like, they didn't move the couch there. That was where the couch was when they moved in. Yeah. Worst couch moat placement ever. True. Wouldn't you place 
your couch in a place where you could it could never accidentally fall into a moat? I think the entire floor can go up or down into the moat. Stupid. Yeah, I mean, you would want at least some security. <laughs> right. Unless, of course, you're inviting over Aquaman regularly. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, maybe this was Batman's crib. But Aquaman and Batman are not, like, tight. They're all right. I don't think so. They're fine. Yeah. I mean, he's like, of- I'm an Atlantean prince, and Aquaman and Batman's like, fuck you. Yeah, I'm I'm a billionaire <laughs> capitalist. It's like I have at least some superpowers, and Batman's like, also fuck you. <laughs> I have a giant pile of money. I have a giant pile of money, so up here I'm the big dog. Yep. Um, but also like right after they're kind of relating with um you know jack or as dash and mr incredible are debating Mm -hmm. about the car jack jack's nieces which launches him into the air and through a wall like outside oh no i think he goes into violet's room oh yes he does who screams and runs down the stairs and goes what is that and he comes out and he's demon baby Mm -hmm. and bob is just like yeah jack jack has yeah he does that now and they're like Jack Jack has powers? Like, That's yeah. amazing. Well, and there's not a conversation of like, when did you find out? It's like, why didn't you tell us? Yeah. And the answer is like, I just found out yesterday. I'm you guys were sleeping. Formulating. <laughs> I need time to collect my data and process it and come up with an answer. And I just don't know anything. I'm just having a bad time. Also, I'm very fucking tired. I'm, I just don't know anything that's happening. I'm trying to help you. I don't understand why they changed math. Like, everything just comes <laughs> everything's out. Everything's the worst. And Violet's just like... I'm calling Lucius. I'm calling Lucius. <laughs> you, you need a friend. So... Well, this is when Lucius kind of comes over and, like, kind of examines the situation. He's like, buddy, you need help. Like, you need help in a bad way. Mm-hmm. You, need to call, you need to call Helen. And he's like, I can't call Helen. She's working. She's doing important stuff. I gotta, I can't, this is, I gotta, I, I, I can do this. I told her I could do this. Like, I need to prove that I can do this. Yeah. Whatever. Um, And so he's like, you just need help. And so Bob decides Edna is Edna. the one to help. Edna's the one to help. So he brings baby to Edna, and Edna looks at the baby and is just like, "What? What did you bring me?" Right. I'm not. I don't like. I'm not a baby person. I don't like babies. I don't. I don't have any baby facilities. <laughs> like this is not what I do here. This is, no. No. Just no. no. And then baby sneezes, flies into the air, and she like runs after to like, catch him. Huh. And what? Well, no. First thing he does is he changes his face to look like Edna's, mm-hmm. and she's like. Oh, this Very is interesting. interesting. Yeah. And then he sneezes, launches himself in the air. She goes to catch him and he like zero G's himself and floats mm-hmm. and then like lands in her arms gently. And she's like, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in for this. Like, this is a challenge. I'm in. You go home, Bob. You get some sleep. I yeah. will handle this. Right. Bye. Later. And um, Bob goes home and sleeps for 17 hours. Yeah. Back. But back in town. um. They're going to announce the new heroes and, like, have a whole big meeting. Yes, on a sea boat. Yeah. Well, this is before that. Like, this is, like, the big, like, there's, like, a big shindig party where, like, all the, like, bigwigs get to meet the heroes and Elastigirl. Oh, okay. And Elastigirl's kind of, like, looking around and she's like, I don't like this scene. Like, I'm going to go off in this other room and, like, figure out what's going on. Um, And she's starting to investigate, like, the video of um 
the uh the screen slayer mm-hmm. slaver and she's squinting at that and we've cut back to like bob talking like he w- wakes up but it's like we let you sleep it's been 17 hours he's like yeah i needed that she's like yeah i, I felt like you did <laughs> and he's like listen violet i'm just really sorry i tried to do the right thing and i'm trying to be a good dad and i just i don't know what i'm doing at fucking all and she's like yeah yeah i can kind of tell <laughs> Like, I get it. She, he's like, I'm just trying to be a good dad. She's like, you're a super dad. He's like, aw, thanks, hon. It's a good little moment. Um, but then Elastigirl's still looking at the video. We cut yes. back. Evelyn comes in. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you looking at? What are you She's doing? She's like, something's weird about this video. Like, the guy was just a pizza guy. Like, why would why would this brilliant... Uh, He's, like, not that brilliant. And right. She's like, eh, you know, Einstein was a patent clerk. Like, who knows, right? Like, right? Your, job, your job doesn't necessarily line up with, like, how smart you are. And she was like, I get that. But, like, there's something that just doesn't add up about this. And as she's trying to figure it out, Evelyn just... Well, she notices, she's like, wait, this video feed is from my Suits video feed. Like, there's a camera mm-hmm. here that's showing what I'm looking at. So he's hacked into my feed. And she's like, yeah, maybe. I mean, he's a pretty intelligent guy. She's like, yeah, but those are like closed circuit and encrypted. Like you told me nobody could do that. She's like, yeah, yeah, he must be way smarter. But again, he's just like some pizza guy we picked up off the. And then Evelyn like slaps some glasses on her. Right. She's like, you know too much. Yep. Damn it. <sighs> you figured it out. Dang it. I didn't want to have to do this now, but mm-hmm. here we are. Next phase. So, um, Bob then goes get Jack-Jack from... Right. She was like, it was lovely. I made him a new suit. Uh, remin- like, Watch his fit, powers. To fit his good powers. Like, ready? Here we go. Mm-hmm. Like, And the suit will warn you when he's gonna, like... Do something crazy. Freak out. And, and help you find him and just be... Right. Help you locate him in the other dimension. You can put out his flames with this, like, lavender, lavender and blackberry uh, foam flavored foam, which is also edible and delicious. <laughs> it's non-toxic. Actually, it's edible and it's delicious. Right. And moisturizing. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a great time, it looks like. Um, and she's like, Jack-Jack has great potential, like many babies. He has right. the greatest of potentials. Right. He has. He's a polymorph. He has many powers. And it's not unusual for supers to have many powers, especially when they're young. Like, but... Your kid has a lot. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see where he lands. He might keep all his powers as he grows up. He might really hone into a couple. Like, but yeah. I, I'll be ready for him. Yeah. <laughs> he will look fabulous. <laughs> he will always have a place here with Antetna. Mm-hmm. So it's it's great. Um, so they kind of drive away, and, and Bob's feeling a little bit better about life. Mm-hmm. He gets uh, home. Yeah. Well, he, he, he heads home, but we've cut back to Elastigirl. Right, who is tied to a chair. In like a sub-zero server room. Yes. Which makes sense. Very cold. Very, very, very cold. cold. Because if she tries to stretch, she'll, she'll break. She'll snap. So, um, and the entire point of the scene... Is exposition. Is exposition. It's, it's an just, exposition dump. It's Evelyn monologuing about mm-hmm. how she blames the supers for her dad's death. And her mother's death, because her mother died of heartbreak. Like, Basically, yeah. A few months later. I think it was probably like one of those, like, her mom had some health things that her dad was helping manage, and then right. nobody else picked up the stuff. I mean, people still do die of heartbreak, but... Yeah, anyway. Sure. Um, 
and you know she blames the super so she's going to get her revenge and when she's done with what's going to happen no super will ever be trusted again right and so that's the plan and she calls bob Mm -hmm. and says hey something bad has happened um Uh, for helen elastic girl's in trouble yep we need that um get over here so um yeah so Mr. Incredible calls Lucius, like, hey, come over, watch my kids. I need to go save my wife. Right. Something's up. I don't know what it is, but I need you here. So mm-hmm. Lucius is on his way over. Bob takes off. Right. Door kids bulb. are alone for, like, yeah, half hour, maybe. I mean, yeah. she's... Uh, she, Not that I mean, long. I'll, like, the kids are old enough that they babysit for yeah, yeah. Jack-Jack sometimes. So, yeah. Well, I mean, mostly... Mostly Violet mostly does. Violet. I think but, yes. it's, like, maybe, like, 14 at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, she's... Yeah. She's right on that cusp of like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we can leave you alone for a little bit. That's fine. Um, but uh, before Lucius can get there, all of the bad guys show, or all the other supers show up. All of the other supers, and they're all mind controlled because they all have these glasses, these goggles yeah. with like glowy uh, yeah. eyes. Right. And this is your theory of like, she's not controlling everyone directly. She's just right. giving them a mission. She's Collect the kids and bring them to me kind of stuff. Right. And so they're trying to collect the kids, but Lucius shows up and is like, hey, guys, how's it going? And they're like, we're just here to watch them because they're not safe. And he was like, oh, that's why I'm here. Like, Yeah, Bob asked me to come over and keep an eye on things. Tell, tell Wynn, like, tell DevCorp we got this handled. Like, just, you know. You guys cr- go crazy, along your way. A crazy miscommunication, like, happens all the time. Business, business. <laughs> and he's, like, he's, like, kind of motioning the kids, like, away from the door. And then... The other supers try to come in, and Lucius freezes and is like, all right, guys, shit got real. We got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And that's when Dash hits the button on the super, on the Incredimobile. Which he had in his pocket the whole fucking time. Because Dash is a fucking klepto. He's like a 14-year-old kid. Like, right, he's a fucking klepto, and he's addicted to buttons. Where are your scissors right now? Oh, God. They're all in our daughter's room. It's A lot of them are. Yeah. Like, you know, if there's not, if it's not buttoned down, it looks like it's fun, it's disappearing. Right. I, I see that. So he calls the car. There's a fight scene. It's actually a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. They tear up the house pretty good. Yes. Um, of all the different characters. The kids get in the car and Lucius yeah. is like, use the voice activation on the car. Like, set your voices. It's like, say your names. And they're like, oh, this is Dashiell Robert Parr. <laughs> and whatever. And like, and then the car will obey you. And then they slap some uh, goggles on Lucius mm-hmm. and they see Lucius change. And they're like, gotta go. And they're like, oh, incredible escape. And it does. <laughs> and it does. And so uh, they pull over and they're like, what do we do? And I'm um, like, well, we no mom, no dad, no Lucius. Bad guys are after us. All we have is our powers and this car. And, and then Jack Jack like laughs in the background and they're like, let's go. <laughs> and we get... They get their little, uh, little, little masks. Domino masks on. Yeah, and little masks, off. and they're off. Yep. Um, and so Bob, meanwhile, has arrived at uh, Dynacore or whatever. Right. And, and Evelyn is like, she's, yeah, she's weird. Like, she had an encounter with the screenslaver, and like, she's she's just not acting like herself. Like, I think physically she's fine, but like, she's just a little off. And he's like, like, what do you mean off? And he walks into the room and she starts beating the shit out of him. Like, oh yeah, just beating his monkey ass. (laughs) And he was like, I mean, that's not normal. (laughs) 
I mean, if it was, I'm not judging like, right. what you two are into. Right. We don't know. If it's consensual, it's cool. I feel like they would need to reinforce their bedroom a lot more than their house seemed to be reinforced. Like, when the rocket hit their house, their bedroom needed to stay. Like, there needed to be, like, a really sturdy four-poster, like, right right there in the middle. If if this was what they were into, like, plan ahead. Yeah, indeed. Uh, But, anyway, so they they beat each other up. Well, she beats him up. He doesn't really fight back. He he tries to, like, push her away, and he's like, what are you doing? very defensive. Right, right. It's, yeah. And uh, she ends up slapping, like, she ends up kissing him. Right. And he's like, okay. And as he pulls away, he's kind of confused a little bit. And that's when she slaps the, the goggles, goggles on him. Goggles on him. So, now he's also mind controlled. Right. And so now they're going to get on a boat. Mm-hmm. With the ambassador and all of the bigwigs. All the bigwigs who are going to sign these superhero accords. Mm-hmm. And... And her brother. And her brother. And Evelyn. Evelyn and her brother, yeah. And everybody's there... They're going to do this thing. There's a bunch of supers there. Mm-hmm. And the kids are like, I guess that's where we got to go. Right. Like, that's where our folks are. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And so everybody convenes on the boat. Mm-hmm. And the um, Incredible uh, Dash is like, oh, man, I wish the Incredible Incredible could follow that boat. And he was like, initiating following boat sequence. Well, it's like Alexa. <laughs> where you, like, say something halfway in a sentence and you're right. like, and she picks you up, and you're like, "I did. Oh. That's not what I really meant." I, got, I gotta say, I do love our digital assistants. It's so great to have something else that doesn't listen to me until I yell at them. It's yeah, the best. It's great. <laughs> um, so they all convene on this boat. There's a conference about the supers. They're going to sign these superhero accords. Mm-hmm. Um, but what ends up happening is they sign the accords, and then the supers turn yeah. on all the people, and they're going to essentially murder them all. Yeah, because they're gonna drive the ship into where the city. the city. They turn the ship around. They're gonna. It's a catamaran. It's a not a catamaran. Hydrofoil. Uh, hydrofoil. So it moves real fast, and they're gonna crash it into the city. And the whole point is that like the the supers that are mind control give a speech about like how mm-hmm. like we never liked you guys. We just wanted to be legal again, and now we're gonna like destroy all this stuff and like no right survival of the fittest, new. and you know like we are you new gods now, like mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Right, and, like, relying on superheroes makes you weak. Like, you guys can solve your own fucking problems. Like yeah. it's it's pretty dark. We're out. Yeah. And so the kids are on the boat, and mm-hmm. they're the only supers on the boat not mind-controlled. Yes. And so Jack-Jack and Dash are together while Violet goes and scopes things out. Because she turned invisible. Right. Admittedly a great... It, ma- it makes sense. It makes sense why they recon, sent her. Yeah. yeah. Get the invisible girl. Uh, but... You know, Jack Jack immediately like runs for a wall and disappears through it, and Dash is like, "Well, fuck! Like, that's not my superpower." So right. he's got to go find. I can't go get him. He's got to go find Jack Jack. Um, it's just kind of a hijinks ensue, kind mm-hmm. of in and out as they encounter different supers that are mind controlled. Right. So they fight all the mind controlled supers until they get up to the bridge where their mom, dad, and Lucius are. Right, and then they fight them. And yeah, well, and Jack Jack ends up like. Well, they come around the corner and they like, Mom, Dad, Lucius. And, like, all three of them turn like they're going to attack. And, like, Violet throws up a shield real fast. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the what? And then Jack-Jack's like, now nah, I'm going to go through this shield. And he goes to his mom and his mom's kind of, you know, confused. Mm-hmm. And he takes her glasses off because he doesn't like them. Right. And just drops them. And then Helen's like, what oh, is going on? Whoa. And then she notices 
what's going on and she mm-hmm. puts it together and takes the glasses off the other guys and then i'm sure there's fighting yeah there's there's a lot of fighting yeah off. it's not just like yoinking them like there's right. some fighting and then she's like oh fuck we're gonna crash into the town mm-hmm. then the other also we have a bunch up, of supers who are mind controlled who we have to fight and they have to fight them mm-hmm. um and get their glasses off and they finally get most of their glasses off. There's like one guy they miss. Right. And then they're like, we're still like headed for this town. So Bob's like, I'm going to go down to the engine's room, shut it down. Because mm-hmm. they crashed all all the controls up and the bridge got shot off. And so he's going down there and that's where he meets the last guy that crushes stuff. Yes. And that guy crushes the hallway to the engine room. Mm-hmm. And Bob's like, come on, man, can't you? And he finally like kicks the guy and gets his glasses off. And he's like... All right, can you can you like uncrush this hallway and and let me through? He's like, what do you mean uncrush? Mm-hmm. Like just uncrush? I don't know. And he's like, hey, I can't just uncrush. That makes no sense. Like, <laughs> has anyone ever asked you to unpunch somebody? Like <laughs> right. that that so how this works? It's like fine. So um, Evelyn is escaping mm-hmm. with her brother in a plane. It, so it's with her brother. Yeah, initially, okay. but he jumps out of the plane. Uh-huh. real early on and he's like no i'm not going with you like they'll think i'm part of this you're fucking like, crazy you're the villain here i like superheroes you're the super villain i'm picking a team mm-hmm. jumps out of the plane so evelyn's gonna fly away in the plane uh helen uses voids like portals to get up to the plane yes and catch up with her lucius and um bob figure out a plan to like bob's gonna like push the rudder on the on the boat Lucia's going to break one of the hydrofoils so it mm-hmm. turns to the right. Right, so that it, it basically spins, a power slide slows it. down. Yeah, instead of running into the thing. And so, you know, everybody's got their things and it's a really exciting moment. So and many our youngest is like jumping up and down and vibrating with energy. And you're like, yes. just, just sit down, buddy. Mm-hmm. Just sit down. It'll be fine. Uh, and the big exciting conclusion is that um, Helen rescues or. Capture rescues. Capture rescues. Um, uh, Evelyn. Evelyn. The ship gets like at the last possible minute turns. turned and like washes up on like basically a giant frosty that yes. Frozone's putting out in front of it to like cushion the fl- blow. And the day is saved. Right, right. And and they're like, oh, Evelyn, like real deranged, gonna go to jail for a long time. And Violet's like, I'm she's super fucking rich. She's only gonna get like a slap on the wrist. <laughs> yep. And uh, the brother is like, I like your style. <laughs> like, like you're not wrong. Kid. You know things. You're not wrong. Um, and so at the end of the movie, like I guess heroes are allowed to be heroes now because the yeah, chords are still there. The chords were signed. Yeah. The, so the fact that someone went crazy. And tried to turn all the superheroes against the world. Yeah, it's kind of irrelevant, I yeah, guess. It's irrelevant. Highly relevant, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then we catch up with date night. Yes, which has been delayed like a week, maybe a week and a half. I guess he must have re-asked her out. Like she, she went up and talked to him and was like, yeah. "Hey, I'm Violet," and he was like, "Yeah, the girl with the water, right?" And she was like, "Yeah." Yeah. So here's the deal: I'd like to get to know you. Would you like to go out sometime? Right. Pick you out for a movie? Sure. Great. Cool. So they go to a movie. Right. So there, he's walking out of his house. He gets in the car. There she is. There's both of her parents and her brothers, and she was like, 
you're just dropping off as a movie theater and you have other places to be, right? <laughs> and he's like, we're, we're all going to see a movie. Like, we'll be, you know, all the way on the other end of the theater. It'll be fine. Like, we will not be watching you the whole time at all. <laughs> Looks in the rearview mirror, winks at the boyfriend. Right. You know, and so they, you know, they pull up in front of the movie theater. Violet and the, the boy are about to get out and this car runs by, like, shooting at a police car. Like, mm-hmm. it's some sort of, like, rolling gunfight right there's like a fucking turret (laughs) like it's ridiculous and all of the incredible family look at each other and they're like and violet's like let us out first (laughs) and so she shoves him out and she's like give me a popcorn uh i'll meet you in there like somewhere in the middle about eight rows back see you in just a minute i'll be there before the previews are over and then the family like drives off off in their station wagon and as soon as they're kind of like out of shot of the and they put on all of their their masks, masks and they push a button and it's like a new Incredimobile. Ooh, it's so fancy. But a station wagon Incredimobile. Yeah, and then like they change clothes somehow. Yeah, you know, maybe. maybe. They don't really show that. They just kind of like glance out. It's Fuja, and that's the end. That's the end. And it's okay. Okay, so I have some questions. Yes. Why did Ellen need, or Evelyn, whatever her name is. Yeah. Why did she need an elaborate plan to torpedo the supers when the supers were doing a pretty good job torpedoing themselves? Because her brother was doing a good job of untorpedoing them. Why couldn't she just uncooperate and sabotage his plan? I don't know. I mean, like, this was her sabotaging his plan, but, like, she it's... really wanted to be permanent, I think. Like, that was part oh, of it. Oh, like, like... Completely I don't understand how she couldn't be like, that's your thing, and that's on your own. Like... I don't know either. Because without her, all of this would have fallen apart. If she just could have been like, I don't know how to make a little camera in super suits. I don't know how to, like, yeah. she should. She could have just been like, I don't well, know. I think we get back to ego I, again. I'm like, gonna she go couldn't spin, say, I don't know. I'm going to go spin off and be my own company. Even like, when Elastigirl was like, I need you to help me, like, foil this plan, she was like, yeah. She was like, yeah, I'll do it, even though it'll lead you to a decoy which will then lead you to me. Yeah. Like, well, first off, nah, she'll never figure out the decoy part. Right. Because obviously I'm the smartest person in the room. Right, right. Hubris. I mean, it's, it's the supervillain way. All the hubris. Which also is the superhero way. It's a <laughs> fine line. Right. There's a, there's a lot in common these Isn't two there? characters have. Um, Let me see. What else is going on? What else do we learn from this movie, though? I mean, apparently, like, your identity is not that secret, or whatever, yeah, or not. Or it is. Who knows? What the fuck? Makes no sense. And, um... Dads are not moms. Like, moms are superheroes. Like... Yeah, I mean, but he learns it. He's fine. Yeah, also, I did grows. appreciate that uh, Elastigirl needed no training. Like, uh... Mr. Incredible went through a lengthy training montage where he's, like, working out with trains and shit in the first movie before he could do hero work. And Helen, drop of a fucking hat. And she's like, I'm there. And she needs no training. She, like, (laughs) Like, she picked it up right on the go. She's she's like, I remember how to fight and stuff. Oh, yeah. Totally. I don't don't need to build up uh, strength because I'm not just essentially a giant brute. I use my elastic powers around the house all the time. So, yeah. Like, I'm not was, out of she practice. Was still flexible. She yeah. was good. She had it. Um, do supervillains be villainy? Sure. I don't know. Sure. Uh, 
world needs here i don't know like it yeah. was i mean there's a lot of family stuff like, yeah we need supplemental child care to get women back in the workforce at truth. all uh yeah. at all levels that is true that is true that's if, if they want to if they want to if that's what they want to do Mm-hmm. truth uh i don't know it was an all right movie yeah it was fine I do have to say, this movie was timed perfectly, because I remember it came out Father's Day weekend. Oh. And I took all three of our kids to see it in the theater when it came out, because I was like, and I was, I want to see it. I did not. I don't know why I didn't I come with you. you. Maybe I was gone. You had like a plan or like you were going to like hang out with some friends or something. I was like, I cool. That's great. I'm going to take the kids to the movie. Do you want to see The Incredibles too? Should I wait for you? And you're like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I'll see it at sometime. I'll see it sometime. I was like, cool. Cause I yeah, because really our kids it. are all talking about, like, when we saw this in the movie theater, and I was like, I don't think I ever saw this in the movie theater. I was like, no, you didn't. I did. I took the kids. Ah, makes sense. But I also remember walking into that movie theater, and, like, it was a pretty full theater, and there were almost no grown women. No moms. It was all dads and kids. It was all kids. dads and kids. And I was just like smart disney you magnificent son of a bitch like you yep. you you played this card very well mm -hmm. and it was fun yeah and it was really a good it is a fun kids, movie kids and dad movie and it was good i, I applaud them for that so yep anything else i think that's it i think that's it all right incredibles too incredible harder <laughs> All right. Good night. Good night. Please parent responsibly. Good luck.